it's happened to me. It happened in my mid-30s. One night, one night I dove head first into low main and was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. I don't know what happened. It was slimy. Oh. And I've tried it since and I can't do it. But rice runs low main is so good. I used to be able to do low main. And if you get it without the baby corn, because, I mean, baby corn is pointless, Yeah. then they give you extra, like, shrimp. So are there farmers somewhere that grow baby corn and that's all they grow? I don't know. Like, they're already done? That, that has to be a particular what type. Is because uh, it's not just small corn, because small corn wouldn't look like that when it first starts growing. So it must be a particular kind it's of growing a bush plant, but a corn bush. Maybe we can uh, do an episode on that at some point. Baby corn, also known as young corn, cornlets or baby sweet corn, is a cereal grain taken from corn or maize, harvested early while the stalks are still small and immature. It is literally baby corn. It is. It typically is typically is eaten whole. Cob included, in contrast to mature corn, the cob of which is too tough for human consumption. That is, that is weird because of the, the effort and resources required to grow yeah. enough of that. The salad bars across America need their baby corn. That is the weird. adorable mystery of where baby corn comes from. I feel officially solved. I feel like, uh, I feel like it's one of those things, one of those food products that probably just needs to go away. Like to grow that on an industrial scale, or, yeah. Doesn't do anything. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Now, Chinese food, cleaning out gutters, uh, Shatley Springs, barely. Shout out to those of you in Crumpler, North Carolina. Uh, Shatley Springs is really closed. It's permanent? No. Their website, their website said temporary and they were going to try to open in the fall. We looked at it last week and it said. Google said Google said permanently closed, but like if you clicked okay. on if you clicked on the actual website okay. for the restaurant, it said they hope to reopen in the fall. I think maybe they sold to new owners or something. And well, I hope they're to get it. See, because the last time, <laughs> so and their sign is missing letters, and the only heat is like right there when you walk in the door. So it's like and the food's amazing. Yeah. But the food's amazing. And so it's like, you get there and you're like, why do we even come here? And then you eat and you're like, this is why. This is why. We did Thanksgiving there two years ago. Bombed out. Oh. So what's up, guys and gals? Welcome, welcome to episode 63 of the What Makes Us Human podcast, where we have a long intro where we talk about anything and everything. Uh, right here's John Lindman, and over there is JR and his World Series Champs 2021 Atlanta Braves hat. Yep. Doing all right? Doing good. Just got back from a camping trip. We uh, we took my nephew. We started last year a tradition because usually get a couple of days off around the fourth, and uh, so this year I got Friday and Monday off. And with a long weekend, we uh, we uh, went camping uh, up in National Forest, so kind of middle of nowhere, not a, not at a campground because I don't want to go near a campground on July fourth. Right. Yeah. Too crowded. Yeah. Um, but took him to National Forest, kind of real camping sort of thing, and. Uh, uh, took him trout fishing, and he caught his first trout this year. And we didn't we didn't do any good last year fishing, but this year he caught his first trout that he, it was big enough to keep. And I filleted it for him, and he ate it. He was so excited. He nice. said, said it was so good. So he's he's seven. I don't know if I said that, but so he's growing up, getting hair on his chest, he's, uh, learning how to spit back her a little bit. He's uh yeah. So that was a fun, a but joke, this man. uh this trip was a little uh, ended a little abruptly. Oh, okay, uh, last Anything night. Yeah, everything's all right, but uh, we did kill a copperhead the first no, day. So my he, wife would have freaked he, out. He's the one who saw it crawl under the rock and around the fire pit, and 
we uh wow we managed to uncover the rock and and shoot him so but uh no what happened was so that's we were supposed to come back today and last night about seven o'clock the bottom dropped out ah. thunder lightning absolutely pouring oh, it rain did. yeah for it did. for two hours yeah. last night up there and uh what county were you in Oh, I don't even know. Is that Burke? You're Burke. Oh, okay. Yeah, to the northeast of us, it was real bad. Yeah. So, you know, this is, you go to Morganton, then you go up the mountain, you know, basically. And uh, so it rained hard for a solid two hours. And about 9.30, the rain had let up. And my brother goes over to check the tent that he and my nephew were staying in. And because I was hammock camping. And, uh. My stuff was pretty good, but they opened the door to their tent, and there's a pool of water oh. in the tent, and all their stuff is soaked. So you just came on home? And so, yeah, we packed up in the dark last night and got home about 1 o'clock this morning. Nice. So okay. It was kind of, well, do we sleep in the truck and then try to pack up wet stuff in the morning, or we just go ahead and pack up wet stuff now and yeah. go home? So. I sleep in a truck pretty good. Yeah, it was still a fun trip. Um, stuff wasn't going to dry out in time to pack anyway, so... It was it was it was good. I think you guys just got back from the beach. Yeah. Have a good trip. Yeah. It was good. Very nice. Not as much sun as normal, but it turned out pretty good. Uh, kids are getting older and they still want to be with us some, so that's nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So great. They didn't, we told them you don't have to go, uh, but we want you to go, and they went. They got free food, free roof over their head. So played lots of Uno, watched a lot of Impractical Jokers. Okay. Yeah. So had a good time. I ate, I ate fish, and it was awesome. And then came. It's weird when you you gorge yourself on fish and shrimp, and then you come home and they pop open ice cream. <laughs> it's like you just don't think about the mix, you know, what's yeah. going to end up in your gut. But uh, <laughs> but it, yeah, it was great to get away. It was a good time. So uh, tomorrow is Independence Day. Oh yes, July fourth. Yeah. And uh, I thought in the spirit of that, one of the things that comes to mind in uh, with with Independence Day is uh, hot dogs. People grilling out hamburgers and hot dogs. Um, I think Nathan's Famous has their big hot dog eating contest on, which I've never actually watched. On uh, I've watched it like on YouTube the next day, and it makes me want to gag. Uh, yeah, that's one of those things I feel like if I watched it, I wouldn't enjoy. So I've, I've never watched yeah. it, but... Now, I, I used to be able to keep up, but not like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I used to be able to really put down some food. What's uh, the most? But, I mean, you know, like 78 hot dogs. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I'd eat five and think I was king of the mountain. What's the record? 76. Really? And I just I just blurted out, so, okay. Joey Chestnut eats 76 hot dogs to break his world record. That was last year. Yeah, Joey Chestnut. Yeah. So, do you... Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing this. Grat is it gratuitously? Uh, no, what are you going for? Well, I, does he does he cough all that up as soon as it's over? I assume he eats it. Like I think part of the training is like expanding your stomach, like like eating enough that your stomach kind of expands. Cause that's got to be stomach miserable. stretches. Because this is the bread too. Yeah. I mean, just think about just yeah. They dip it in the water. But think about 78 buns. Yep. That's nuts. I mean, that cannot. It's like, I would think you would want to get rid of that, expel that. And that would be a contest all in its own. Oh, 
Ugh. 15 feet or more, you know, good law. But yeah, that's so, a lot of buns and hot dogs. <laughs> so, John, if, uh, if you're going to have a hot dog, how are you going to have it? What are you going to put on it? All right. You want it grilled? You want it boiled? How do you want it cooked? And what do you want on it? Well, as both of our listeners know, uh, I can be kind of a weird dude. So, um, I noticed early on as a child that, and I've I've had a love affair with a hot dog since before I could talk. I've always loved hot dogs. So, that's so I've been told. Um, but to me, the bun is just too much. Whoever came up with a hot dog bun, it just it's just too much to me. I mean, I'm in it for the meat, you know? So when I was young, my mom figured out pretty quick that, and she still knows, shout out to Diane, that I would take a piece of white bread and lay the hot dog diagonal. Yes, Hannah's pointing and grinning. Uh, and, and lay the hot dog diagonal on the white bread. And then if I could convince mom to purchase it, I would sprinkle Tabasco, not Texas Pete. But Tabasco on the bread and then on the weenie or wiener and then uh, a little bit of mustard. And this is where ketchup, the whole ketchup thing, whether it's just for children or not, you know, the ketchup was for my tots. My okay. little army of tater tots all standing up okay. on the ends. Yep. Uh, and a little bit of Tabasco on the slight side of mac and cheese. Okay. And we have us a meal, baby. All right. So that's, there you go. That's a hot dog. You did the whole, like, struggling college student hot dog bun. Oh, then I, is that right? With the white bread, yeah. Okay. Yeah, why purchase special bread if you, you know, already have bread? Yeah, that's right. But. Now, one time I was at my buddy Jerry Dale's family's place in the WV, also known as. West Virginia? Yes. And, uh. We were at the old homestead, and his father, Jerry Dale Sr., uh, now he's an older gentleman, but he's like on his worst day, he could body slam me and laugh about it, you know, kind of thing. Okay. he's coal miner strong, farm boy strong. But he made breakfast, and he's standing there in the kitchen smoking his cigarette, his Marlboro cigarette, and uh, in his whitey tighties and his wife beater shirt, making the whole family breakfast. Okay. And we asked him to put on his pants because the kids were coming in the room, you know. And uh, anyway, he made biscuits and gravy and sausage and bacon and eggs and hot sauce and just a whole, you know, flat jacks and everything. Well, I'm big on eating and I know I know that I'm in it for the meat. So if I'm going to have biscuits and gravy, that's going to take up a lot of room. So I went to the top of the refrigerator and got two pieces of white bread out of a loaf of bread and put my gravy on my white bread. Oh. He came over there. And he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, hey, boy. I said, hey, Jerry Dell Sr., this sure looks good. And he said, what in the hell is that? <laughs> and he, he did not like that I was not eating one of his biscuits. As I say, you insulted his biscuits. I you did. shouldn't insult a man's don't biscuits. And, uh, yeah. I, well, I, so I said, well, I'm from Greensboro, so I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, but that's how I eat a hot dog. So, uh, so if we're going to talk about hot dogs. and. Uh, I kind of want to talk a little bit about some history, and then I want to talk about all the different regional variations of hot dogs in the in the U.S. Because there's a lot of them. There are. So hot dogs. If we're going to talk about hot dogs and kind of the history of hot dogs, we have to look at sausage because ultimately they're 
A kind of sausage. Yeah. They're related to sausage. I love sausage. Do you know uh, how far back sausages date? I think way back. Like, way back. Homer. <laughs> there we go, yeah. Mentioned and not Homer Simpson either. Yep. So Homer mentioned sausage in the Odyssey. Did he really? So, 7th century BC. Man, that little green truck's been around a long time. The niece's man's in the Odyssey. So, around the same time, you also have uh, the Chinese also making a form of sausage. So, I don't know if it's one of those things that either way predates also that. And we just see kind of glimpses of it in Greece and glance, uh, glimpses of it in China and in the civilizations we know more about. Yeah. Or if it's one of those things, you know, sometimes things kind of get invented in multiple places yeah. around the same time. Yeah. So I don't know if it's that or if it just goes way back before 7th century BC. And we just, that's just the earliest record. So what, what is the definition? I know tomorrow being Independence Day, I got to say in America, you're probably not supposed to define things anymore. But what what is the definition of sausage? So sausage is uh, a casing. It can be natural or not. Um, early ones would have been made with intestines and yeah. things, and some still are. So it's a casing stuffed with meat and spices. And sometimes you get, depending on the sausage, you can get other things. I think some of the sausage in Louisiana also has, like, rice in it. So, uh, but it's... Oh, boudin. Yeah, so, so it's... yes. So it's it's meat and sometimes other things with spices okay. shoved in a casing, basically. It, but all right, let me ask you this: in the etymology of it, are the last four letters of the word because of that particular spice that we use, sage? You know what I'm saying? That I don't know. Okay, all right, because you know we isn't that what we use in a lot of our sausages? Yeah. Okay. So I. Like South and you know South in the South, yeah, yeah, and then Sage, yeah. This is this is pretty much where we stopped talking about sausage and focused on the hot dog. So I didn't get any further in the oh, I origin of, yeah. of sausage, okay, um, or the name of sausage. But uh, so you could have just about convinced me that we're talking about sausage right there, and I'd have kept going. So, well, we have to talk about sausage because it's related. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, folks, if you haven't caught on yet, we're talking about hot dogs. Hot dogs. Hot I think dogs. I said that earlier. Did you? Okay. On. Yeah. Yeah. So, into more recent time, Europe really took on making sausages, and Germany in particular really took on making sausages. They made all kinds of different sausages to pair with kraut and beer. Kraut and beer. There's a. There's a couple uh, towns, European towns, that claim to be the birthplace of the hot dog. Okay. One is Frankfurt, Germany. All right. And they even go so far as to say that, hey, this is why they're called Frankfurters, because they were invented here. They claim they were, it was invented in 1487. 1487. Hot dog in 1487. And in fact, in 1987, Frankfurt threw a celebration honoring the 500th anniversary of the hot dog. And incidentally, they say sausage in German as Wurstchen. Yep. So, Vienna also claims to have invented the hot dog. Really? So, but rather than being in the dated to the 1400s as as Frankfurt does, Vienna says it was invented there in the late 19th century. Wow. Okay. And uh, their claim to this is that uh, Vienna or Wien 
in German is where the name Wiener comes from to refer to hot dogs. Ah. So there's also a guy named Johann George Herner. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Uh, claims that he invented the hot dog in the late 1600s um, and then later took it to Frankfurt, which is where it got its name. Okay. Um, so we don't really know, and there's going to be a lot of confusion with this, but we don't really know exactly where the hot dog was started. But one of the things that differentiates a hot dog from other sausages is the contents are usually very finely ground. So you get a much smoother texture. Oh, yeah. Than it's, it's like bologna. Bologna is similar, yeah. Yeah. So you get a much smoother texture than a lot of, of sausage. So hot dogs come to America with the wave of immigration, German immigrants and others coming from Europe. These hot dog carts, or really early on they were just sausage carts, uh, became a really popular way for immigrants who were kind of, you know, entrepreneurs. They wanted to get a start in their new country. Yeah. So, yeah, when, when you think of the English, you think, I think of fish and chips. And when I think of Germans, I, I think of the sausage. Sure. Yeah. Funny enough, uh, around this, you know, around the turn of the night, the, the, around the turn of the 20th century, you know, in, in 1906, you get Upton Sinclair's novel, The Jungle. The Jungle. Yep. Funny enough, the fact that these sausage carts and hot dog carts were so popular may have made them a wise choice, um, especially, and which is really interesting when you think about kind of some of the jokes around hot dogs and what's in hot dogs. Yeah. But a study by the Health Commission in, in New York City around the same time concluded that the street food was fresher than the food sold in restaurants, fixed base mm-hmm. locations. Because they got their food straight from the wholesaler markets, and they didn't have any way of storing it. Gotcha. So they, you know, it's fresh. Yeah. But there's a big difference between hot dogs and sausages, as you think of in in German, in Germany, and and in other parts of Europe. And a lot of that has to do with the bun. The bun is kind of what makes a hot dog a hot dog. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. So in in Europe, you may get a you may get a sausage. And you may get a little piece of bread with it or a roll or something, but you're not getting anything that resembles a bun. And it's not really designed to be eaten on the bread. Huh. So the hot dog bun is really what changes this. So who first did that? Oh, uh, there's a few things out there. St. Louis, Missouri claims that it was invented there. But uh, the bun, the hot dog, the hot bun. dog bun. Okay. But that is likely not true. Um, in fact, um, their story dates to 1904, and there's examples of hot dogs with in buns uh, that go back as far as the Civil War or earlier. So it so, doesn't really line up to. So you think if somebody travels from Germany over here to the states and they go to the grocery store, you think they might see that pack and be like, "What is this? The, the hot I, dog buns?" I would say they'd definitely be confused. Yeah. Okay. Huh. One of the possible examples is uh, a guy named Charles Feltman. Okay. Uh, Charles Feltman may have owned the first hot dog cart on Coney Island. Ooh, the Coney. Yep. Ultimately, the reason why the hot dog bun came about was this is street food, and they were looking for a way to serve it to their customers. Ah, okay. So the bun gives you a way to hold it. Yeah, it's a handle that you can eat. Yep. Like the bread bowl kind of. Yep. 
but he it may also not have been him. Uh, there was another Con- it was a Coney Island baker named Ignatz Frischman who arrived in New York from Austria before 1850. What a name. That's a good name right there. And uh, he claims he pioneered a way to hold the sausage, a, a, a bread that would hold the sausages. So he may have actually invented the hot dog bun. Huh. Good job, bud. You ever eaten at a real German restaurant? Uh, I don't think so. Really? You never ate at a German restaurant? Uh, actually, I I have at uh, Old Mecklenburg. I don't know if you consider that German because they don't really it's, serve German food. They do. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. It's a it's a German beer hall is what it is. So if you had a if you ordered like did you get like crowd and a they had that on the menu. I didn't I didn't order that okay. in particular. But yeah, they have. So you get like a big old sausage. Yeah. And then I got like potato salad and kraut and yeah. then we had a big old piece of cake. Yeah. Yeah. And the lady was shocked when I ordered sweet tea, but I mean Yeah. Yeah. Um we went down I went down there with my brother one time and he ordered yeah, it was like it was sausage and kraut and stuff and yeah, it was it was a lot of food. Yeah, so good. But So the next question after we've established kind of the sausage origin and the hot dog bun. It's where does the name hot dog come from? Yeah, that is so weird. Like if you think about it, it's like if you went to another country and somebody said, I don't know, uh, we're going to have fiery squirrels for supper. You're like, what the heck is a fiery squirrel? Is it really a squirrel? That'd be your first question. Is this really dog? You know, why is it called that? So ultimately... It uh, it comes from sort of college humor. Okay. So hot dog stands were popular uh, around colleges. So around Harvard and Yale, Princeton, those areas, you started seeing the college magazines refer to them as hot dogs because the students, it's kind of a jab at the questionable meat inside of them. Uh-huh would refer to them as dog carts. Okay. And then, you know, the hot dog carts were dog carts. And then, you know, kind of the hot part just yeah. kind of came from there. But Yeah, because when the guy, you picture the guy in New York on the side of the road or on the sidewalk opening the steamer and all that steam rolls yep. out and it's hot, I guess. Yep. Really? That is really so, interesting. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's kind of where they got their name. Um, so College kids. Yeah. One thing that I was reminded of as I was looking into this is a picture you mentioned earlier, um, and I don't think I think it was before we started recording, but you mentioned a place called JB's and we talked about it, which is a local hot dog place here and here where we live. Yeah, and uh, and everybody knows he's right. I mean, everybody that's been here more than ten minutes knows about JB's. Yeah, yeah. And if you remember, because this caught my eye when I was a kid and we were there. There's a there's a framed newspaper article on the wall in yeah. there of the owner John Baker, yeah, and actually another guy that we know is in that picture, and uh, they are trying to cook the world's largest hot dog, yeah, for a Guinness World Record. Now it would be longest, longest, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, It'd be a hilarious picture if it was thickest. So I think at that point. Uh, I think at that point maybe they did break the record, but that was a that was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, so the current record for the world's longest hot dog, as of as of right now, as of right now, contemporary. At least as far as what Guinness 
recognizes was from two was from 2011 and it measured 668 feet and 7.62 inches there's actually no what to say to that yeah now how many feet 600 668 feet and 7.62 inches there's your band name 600 foot wiener there's your band name not recognized by guinness for you know whatever reason i don't know if a guinness judge wasn't there or whatever the reason the town of flinsburg germany in october 2017 they manufactured and served a hot dog so in meters the previous record was 203.8 meters the one served in germany was 218 meters How do you, who, who, like, what, who makes that? Like, how do you team up with a manufacturer to, I mean, I guess as long as you can get a continual casing, casing, you can do it or, or combine, combine the casings. I don't, I don't know. I, and it just shows up in a giant coil. Uh, yeah. And then you just, I've seen, it. yeah, I mean, I've, the, the picture that I was referring to, it's, it was a big, long coil and they had this big. Oh, in the picture, yeah. Yeah, that they were cooking it on. Dang. I don't know how you flip the thing. Very with a, carefully. With a lot of help. Very carefully. Yep. How do you flip a 668-foot Frankfurter? Yep. So. Man, yeah, you roll it. Yeah. So. uh, You could follow that thing home. Like, it could, that thing could be like on your, on your Google Maps. It's just <laughs> this weenie that leads you home instead of the blue line, you know? And the bun for that sucker. Yeah. That's an oven right there. Yep. Man. So, so the hot dog is really taken off yeah. in the U.S. It's it's one of those foods that's just synonymous with the U.S. Especially with summertime. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with summertime, especially with Independence Day. Yeah. You know, it's, it's synonymous with the U.S. But there are a lot of different regional variations. So has it crossed? Well, hold on. Has, has it made its way over? Like, if you go to London, you're not going to be able to just get a hot dog. Is that right? Or you can? You might. You probably can at restaurants that just, like, you know, in the same way you might have a Chinese restaurant here or something. You may have an American restaurant that has that oh, so it's it, it So, it, that you really are right. It is synonymous with Americana. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you do have some interesting versions of... Uh, of hot dogs that have showed up other places, like in Chile, in South America, there's a there's a version that's it says it's twice as twice as big as the American version we think of, Ooh. but it's served with chopped tomatoes, avocados, sauerkraut, and mayonnaise. Nope. So there is a there are some some examples of hot dogs outside of the U.S., but it's really. It's really a U.S. food. It's associated with the United States of America. Do you know how John orders his, at the founder of JB's, the founder, you know how he orders his hot dog? I've seen it on, if it's the one called John's Way on the menu, I've seen it, but I have I don't remember right off. He he told my buddy one time, I got a buddy from Yakin County. Yeah. And, uh, Brian's got a really thick accent, and he was like, I'll have one with mustard or uh, with mayonnaise and onions, please. And uh, John was like, that's the best hot dog, isn't it? He's like, hey, man, brother. You know? And I was, that's disgusting. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mayonnaise and onions. 
But and I'm a guy that'll eat Texas Pete chili right out of the looking like dog food right out of the can. But a mayonnaise and onion hot dog, dude. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read off a a, a number of different regional versions of hot dogs. Okay. We're gonna go ahead and assume they're on a kind of a regular bun, unless otherwise specified. Okay. Like steam might be toasted, but if there's anything outside of that, I'll I'll, I'll mention it. I, at home, I butter them and then broil them for just like twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah. There you go, buddy. So I'm interested to hear your feedback on some of these. Okay. There's one I'm just waiting on. In New York City, there is what's called a papaya dog. Nope. It's an all-beef hot dog served with mustard, sauerkraut, and a red onion mix, which is onions cooked in a tomato sauce, like a ketchup sauce. That might be. Okay, I might could do that. You have Dirty Water Dog from New York City. Not sounding good. That's the... That's the... The vendor opens up the steamed thing, and, oh. you know, that's their... That's what Matt called, Locke would order. They're called dirty water dogs because, you know, jokes about how clean is the water. Those things are boiling in. Oh, okay. That's what Matt Locke would eat every single day of his life. Yep. Yeah. Topped with uh, mustard and, again, maybe the red onion mix. New Jersey, they have an Italian dog. Okay. Italian dog is deep fried. The hot dog itself is deep fried. And it's served in... Pizza bread topped with uh, onions, fried or sautéed, uh, red peppers, and fried potatoes. That does not sound bad. You could put fried potatoes in a litter box, and I'd think about eating them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that sounds bad. Washington D.C. has the half smoke. The half smoke is this? Is this a reference to Bill Clinton? Not in England. <laughs> I don't know the history of the name. It's served with chili on top. So it's it's a form of a chili dog. Oh, okay. But the hot Great. dog itself is a little different. It's it's they they say it's it's coarse. Like the meat is coarse. So it's not a huh. I guess maybe it's more of a sausage than Okay, with chili on it. Yep. Okay. I can do Ben's that. chili bowl chili is the one that uh is usually used, but there's others. Okay. I could, I, so far, I could do most of these. The Texas Tommy. Texas yeah, the weird Tommy. ones are kind of come later. All right. The Texas Tommy does not come from Texas. It comes from Philadelphia. Okay. And it is a slice down the middle and stuffed with cheese Whiz, crispy bacon, served on a toasted bun. Yeah, I could do that. The New York System Wiener. Rhode Island. This is where this one originates. Okay. And you're going to see this a lot. A lot of these names, the what the place is named after usually isn't the place it comes from. Okay. I don't know why. What's it called again? The New York System Wiener. Okay. that's Once again, that sounds like a band name. It is garnished with a meat sauce, so think like chili, like hot dog chili. Okay. No beans. Uh, mustard, raw onion, and celery salt. Celery salt? Yep. You'll see that one a few times on this list. It's, I mean, it's a form, it's a type of salt. Okay, yeah, I've heard of it, but I never knew what it went in, and was definitely not expecting it to be sprinkled on my hot dog. Fenway Franks. Fenway Franks. But you can guess where those come from. Yep. Mass. Bean Town. Yeah. Yep. Boston. Yep. 
They have mustard relish and sometimes Boston baked beans on top. Really? Beans on a hot dog? Yep. Okay. That's 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 different. Uh, there's the Philly Combo. This one does come from Philadelphia. It's a split down the middle and has a, a vinegar-based slaw, mustard, and a fish cake. What's that? Like a like fried fish patty or like fish stick sort of consistency on the hot dog. And what's that called? Called uh, that's a Philly combo. All right, let's do this again. Now. <laughs> it's like a collision of worlds. This is like when I saw people pulling campers down to Myrtle Beach. I was just like, wait, what? What? Whoa, what? Okay, so you slice the wiener all the way down the middle. Yep. Which always gives me a slight shudder when I see that happen. Um, and then you fill it with mustard. Slaw. Slaw that's vinegar-based. Yep. You got me there. That's good. And a fish cake. I could handle that. Okay. Baltimore bologna dog. This one does come from Baltimore. Okay. This is a all-beef hot dog wrapped in bologna. What? Griddled and then served with yellow mustard. That's the strangest thing I've ever heard. Why would you wrap a hot dog in bologna? Uh, I don't know. Why wouldn't you wrap a hot dog in bologna? That's, it's just weird. Clifton, New Jersey has the Ripper. Okay. The Ripper is so named because the natural casing rips when it's deep fried. That's gross. And it's served with mustard and a sweet, spicy relish. Okay. Okay, let me ask you. What's the... What is the dividing line between a relish and a chutney? I don't know the answer to that. Okay. I've made lots of relishes. I've never made a chutney. Okay. Chutney is like with a pork chop, right? Doesn't chutney Chops usually have fruit in it? Like an apple chutney? Yeah, I think chutney yeah. usually has fruit in it, and relish usually does not. Anna's looking. Yeah. Okay. Spicy condiment made of fruits or vegetables with vinegar spices and sugar originating in India. Some of it may, some of it may be the spice palette too, because if it comes from India, it's going to have different spices to it yeah. than what we think of as as like a relish. Yeah. And man, if I sweat curry, woo! I smell like curry. The Texas wiener also does not come from Texas. Okay. It comes from Paterson, New Jersey. It's just so weird. Deep fried hot dog with spicy mustard, raw onion, and Greek sauce. Greek like that tzatziki sauce? No. It sounds like Cincinnati chili. Ah! A smooth chili-like sauce made with ground meat and seasoned with cumin, cinnamon, cloves, allspice, and cayenne. Yeah. Man, and it has raw onion. Yep. Man, you, let me tell you something. See, all right. There are certain date nights I'm trying to, I'm thinking the long game, you know. And I'm just going to be honest. You know, it's 3.39 in the afternoon and I got a date that night with my wife. I got a, you know, I'm like, no, no onions tonight, no garlic, you know, because, yeah, yeah. I'm playing the long game. That's not a hot dog a guy needs to eat on a date. <laughs> Unless she eats it, too, you know. Yeah. Philly also has the salami dog. Salami dog is wrapped in salami that's also fried. That's so weird. And topped with mush, mustard and a slice of... Kosher dill pickle. Nope, I'm out. Nope. The only pickle <laughs> I can do is uh, the sweet gherkins. That's the only 
pickle like sweet midgets or whatever. That's all I can do. And also, hold up, salami. Salami has the texture is so different. Yeah, that's weird. Camden Yards in Baltimore. Okay, has a crab mac and cheese dog. Crab. Yep. Okay. They take. Well, it is Baltimore. Yep. They they take the bun, add the hot dog, load it up with uh, lump crab meat, gooey mac and cheese. That's a weird combo. And sprinkle it with Old Bay. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Now that. Okay, that one there is like graphic violence. Good. Hot dog. Yeah, that's that's a triple rate yeah, hot dog. I don't think I don't think I've ever heard that expression. I mean, that's a good one there. Maine has the red snapper. Yeah. This is one of those bright red hot dogs you sometimes see. Oh yeah, yeah, like Big Mama's uh, pickled hot dog, pickled dogs kind of thing. That color, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a brand of hot dogs you still get at the grocery store. It's really that are like red. pink or red. Yeah, 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 they'll turn if you boil them, they turn the water pink. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is served in a lobster roll. It's served with Maine's Rays Down East Schooner Yellow Mustard. Huh. Uh, very specific. Very specific. No. I'd like to try it, and it's in a lobster roll. It's in a lobster. So roll. it's the fifteen dollar hot dog. Well, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any lobster with it. It's just that roll instead of a traditional bun. Okay, okay. Gotcha. The other one has lobster on it. I'm not from Maine, so okay. I no, they don't have crab on. Yeah. Michigan Red Hot. Michigan Red Hot does not come from Michigan. It comes from upstate New York. Good. It is doused in a meat chili, and this is described as having no tomatoes and no beans. The chili. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what a chili is with neither one of those ingredients. Like, I get some, I get hot dog chili. Chili doesn't usually have beans, but I don't see how you get a chili without tomatoes. Huh. I'm not sure. I have a can. <laughs> Topped with uh, raw onions, mustard, and, uh, you know, served on a split top bun. So, kind of looks like a Coney dog, but a Coney dog also doesn't come from Coney Island. So, the Troy mini hot dog is also from upstate New York. This is a very small hot dog put out by a local area butcher shops. That's they make special three inch buns for. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's topped with a spicy meat sauce, yellow mustard, and raw onion. You feel like a giant while you're eating it, and generally eaten by the dozen. So okay, is it? So that's almost. You remember? You know, little Smokies. Yeah. Is that almost like that? Little Smokies are smaller than that, though. Okay, okay. But yeah, because they're not three Somewhere inches. in between, yeah. Little Smokies are what we bust out on Jesus' birthday. Oh, uh, My dad always makes that for Christmas Eve. Yes. Yeah. yeah, nothing says happy birthday, Jesus, like meat. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. Meatballs, a Little Smokies. Oh, yeah, we go all out. We usually... We turn into Vikings yeah. that have converted. <laughs> so, the Carolina dog. Okay, the Carolina dog. I'm yep. from Carolina. Yep. That's the, you know, it's got coleslaw and chili, maybe some onion, maybe mustard. Okay, just my typical hot dog. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But it's so, also... Okay, so when you asked me, okay, I answered your question as a young boy, I guess, like my boyhood hot dog. Yeah. But now as an adult, because I wouldn't have done this as a kid, 
It's red slaw. Okay. So barbecue slaw. Yeah. Yes. And chili. Okay. And a little bit of mustard. Okay. Okay. The thing I find interesting about this one is it's also called the West Virginia dog or the slaw dog. And it's apparently popular at a lot of different places across the South. It's not just North Carolina. But of course, being from here, we think of it as a North Carolina thing. Now, I've worked with a ton of West Virginians at the place I work. And they all said that when they came down here and we had a cookout at our place of work, you know, we said we want to be able to, to go all the way with our hamburger and hot dog when they asked about condiments. And the West Virginia guys were always, when it was their first cookout, they were always like, what the heck is he <laughs> over there? So I, they weren't used to seeing interesting chili, mustard, slaw, ketchup, put on a hamburger. Interesting. Yeah, I saw several places that referred to slaw and chili as a West Virginia dog in addition to calling it a Carolina really? dog. Okay. Now, these guys were mainly from Raleigh County and Wyoming County. Okay. So, I don't know if that helps, but. Yeah. Well, West, West Virginia, Virginia is still rural enough that it could be very regional. Oh, yeah. Word may not have got around yet. Yeah. <laughs> Across the holler. The Texas dog. This one's actually from Texas. Oh, okay. You know, if you're not from the States, if you're from like Britain area. I'm trying to figure this out. You're like, whoa, mind blown. Yep. Yeah. So this one is uh, served with salsa, shredded Monterey Jack cheese, sliced jalapenos, Ooh. and sometimes Texas chili. So no hot dog chili. Man, the Memphis dog. Please say this is from Memphis. It is okay. Uh, it's wrapped in bacon. Yeah, here we go. Drenched in barbecue sauce. Oh yeah. And topped with chopped onions, dry, uh, diced scallions, and shredded cheddar cheese. Dang! Now that sounds good right there. If they could do that with those little three inches, oh man. <laughs> you'd have to have a really sharp knife to do that onion. Uh, the Chicago dog. This may be the one you were waiting on. Yes, yeah, nasty. Chicago dog is uh, typically served with one brand of hot dogs, Vienna beef hot dogs that yeah, are made by a place a in Chicago. Yeah. They are usually uh, boiled and then grilled. They come, in a, they come in a poppy seed bun. And they're topped with tomato slices, chopped onions, a bright like neon green relish, sport peppers, yet uh, yellow mustard, dill dill pickle spear, laying all the way across the weenie. Yep, and celery salt. So back to celery salt. That to me, that is like it's a lot. It's a lot of food. That's, Nasty. I cannot. I don't eat tomato slices. I don't eat dill pickles. How can you screw up a hot dog? I just don't get that at all. Kansas City. Kansas Way to go, Chicago. <laughs> Kansas City, Missouri does a version of a hot dog that makes the Kansas City style dog makes me think they were trying to come up with a Reuben and they had made a hot dog instead. Oh, sweet. That's uh, covered in uh, melted Swiss cheese, uh -huh. sauerkraut, and Thousand Island dressing. Why have I not tried that? Because <laughs> I love corned beef. Like if my wife ever leaves me, there's always corned beef. <laughs> I'm good, Reuben. We're, we're going to get into several different conies here that all come from uh, Michigan, not from Coney Island. I'm telling you, if you're not from the States, this is like, man, what the heck? The Detroit Coney. The Detroit Coney. Is a... Uh, 
drenched in a coney sauce, which is a salty chili made with beef heart. Lost me at heart. Mustard, chopped onions, and shredded cheddar cheese. And that's the Detroit... Detroit coney. That's weird. The Flint-style coney. This one is made with a dry, fine-ground beef heart. So instead of, like, chili, it's, like, I guess cooked, just cooked beef heart. And that's spiced on top of the hot dog. And that's it. That's the Flint-style coney. So if you're not a big fan of heart... That's uh, probably not for you. So wait, what do they do with the beef heart? It says dry, fine ground beef heart as the topping. So I guess it's instead like a of powder, I guess instead of putting it, well, I I'm picturing more like uh, more like when you cook up like ground beef. So it's like that sprinkled across the top instead of you know being in like a chili with like a sauce. That's the thing. It's like Jeffrey Dahmer's hot dog. <laughs> That's that's weird. That's weird. The Jackson style coney, which is Jackson, Michigan, not Jackson, Mississippi. Right, let's recuperate a little bit. Hopefully, this is edible. This is uh, also made with some form of uh, that chili made with ground beef or ground beef heart. Okay. Onions and spices. Wow. I mean, what kitchen can you not just put mustard on your hot dog? <laughs> you gotta go get a beef heart. The Cincinnati cheese coney. Sounds good. This is the one covered in Cincinnati chili, much like the one we talked. It's very similar to the one we talked about in New Jersey. Is this like a skyline chili? Yeah. Okay. So Cincinnati chili, mustard, raw onion, shredded cheddar. Good. No beef heart. I won't. I just. I know what's the hot, what's in a hot dog is questionable, but I just don't want organ meat sprinkled on my. And the funny thing about that is, in reality, like there's a lot of jokes about what goes into hot dogs, but for the most part, unless maybe you're buying the cheapest thing they have at the store or whatever, um, it's made the meat in it is the trimmings. So what that is is, Uh, you know, if you cut a steak, the pieces that you cut off are what goes into you know. So everything's used pork or beef or chicken or some combination. I'm sure it probably is. And it's cooked into like a liquidy mash, right? It's very, fine. very fine. Yeah. yeah. I saw that on how it's made one time and I had to turn it off because I was going to end up a vegetarian. Yeah. Uh, there's the Sonoran dog from the Southwest. Okay. This is, uh, it's wrapped in what's called a bolio roll. Um, so right. think of it kind of like a burrito, but still a bun. So, but so it looks more like that. It's covered in pinto beans, chopped tomatoes, raw onion, avocado, mayonnaise, jalapeno, and shredded cheese. That's a clash of worlds right there. Because when I hear pinto and onion, I think deep Appalachian. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, pin, pin, yeah. I mean, pinto beans are also very heavily associated with Mexican cuisine. So that's is that right? Southwestern. Okay. Influence, yeah. Is that what refried beans are? I think maybe they may be made from pintos, yeah. Okay. Nevada is known for the naked dog. It's boring. It's just a plain hot dog. That's what they're known for. On a bun? <laughs> yeah. With nothing on it? Yep. Okay. Oh. Where's that from? 
Nevada. Guys, put something on your dog. You, you're going to find this one interesting. The Seattle-style dog. It is split in half and covered in cream cheese. No. Nope. Grilled onions. No. Jalapenos. No. Nope. And grilled cabbage. Oh. Topped with a uh, sriracha barbecue sauce or salsa. You're Dude. both you're both giving me horrified looks Stick right now. to the fish, guys. Oh, my like gosh. That's... Ooh, Jared. No. The Cream di- cheese on a hot dog? The Denver dog is uh, is an all-beef dog chopped with red onion. It's from Denver, Colorado. Chopped with red onion, uh, green chili sauce, sour cream, sliced jalapenos. Okay. I mean, I, I could suck down a beef heart before I could do the Seattle thing. That's, cream cheese goes on a bagel. That's just the way I see that. This is, this is the weirdest one yet. Okay. And it goes by two different names. Okay. The Montana Tater Pig. Montana Tater Pig. Or the Idaho Super Tuber. <laughs> Super Tuber. Those aren't band names. I don't know what it is. This actually comes from Bozeman, Montana, but because it involves potatoes, Idaho also claims it. They take a they take a potato, they hollow it out, insert a hot dog, and bake it. Ooh. Then they split it open and top it with sour cream, chives, and bacon bits. Dang. <laughs> What's that called? You want me to say that again? No, I can't remember the Montana Montana Tater Pig, or the is awesome. Idaho Super Tuber. So I got to write in to Stephen Ranella on the Meat Eater podcast and the Meat Eater Network. They're based out of all the Meat Eater stuff is based out of Bozeman, Montana. Okay, I got to email <laughs> Stephen Ranella and be like, "Y'all have the best hot dog of all time." Up there. He'll probably hate it or something. Yeah. You know? uh, the Dodger dog is a classic. That's a foot long hot dog, topped with uh, relish, mustard, ketchup, and raw onion. There's also another version of this. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about the foot long. Yeah. There's another version of this also associated with Dodger Stadium, the Doyer dog. Doyer. Smothered in chili, nacho cheese, chopped tomatoes, raw onions, and jalapenos. I can do that. This one gets a little little strange. Where the Puka dog from Honolulu. And we don't know a whole lot about this because it involves secret sauces, spicy secret sauces. That the places that make it don't advertise what what it is. Are they trying to be like KFC? Or tropical relishes like guava mustard. No. But sounds better than Seattle's. Yep. I got two more for you. Rocky Dog, also okay. from Colorado. Grilled peppers, sauerkraut, and onions. Grilled peppers, sauerkraut, okay. Okay. And the reindeer hot dog from Alaska. That is That is made with caribou. Yeah. And topped with onions, sautéed, and Coca-Cola. And Rudolph's Nightmares. The article does say, topped with onions, sautéed, and Coca-Cola, and Rudolph's Nightmares. Rudolph's Nightmares. But. Boy, so you got to give it to America for getting creative with the hot dog. Yeah. Dang. Funny enough, this is also one of our longer. We've talked at length about hot dogs and all the various ways you can get them in the U.S. So, I got more, though. When I, okay. was, when I was a little fella, my mom got off work before my dad. And uh, a lot of times, I, said, I don't know how this worked, really. I guess she just told him to fend for himself. 
I don't know. But she would take me out to eat sometimes before he got off work. And uh, so I guess he made his own supper. I don't know. But, uh, but we would go to Sally's on High Point Road okay. in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, Is Sally's still there? Yeah, but I think now it's Vietnamese food. Oh, okay. So no. Uh, but we would go to Sally's, and it was a hot dog place. And it never seemed busy. We always seemed like we were the only people in there, but we loved it. And I always, from being just the smallest little fella, she would let me get the foot-long combo. Okay. And I would eat every bit of And it would have chili. Even back then, I didn't do slaw yet. But it would have chili and mustard and ketchup. And I'd have my fries and my jumbo drink. And that you think about the good old days, you know? Oh, man. that Sally's was the good old. I was just a little fella. And then this place, there was a tiny little place attached to it that this ice cream place moved into. So we'd have our hot dog, and then we'd go over there and have ice cream. ice cream. Yes. So I love food. <laughs> I just, I'll, it doesn't talk back. It never stabs you in the back. It's always there for you. Um, I love it. Yeah, on the... Uh... On the subject of the hot dog that has fish on it. Yes. Um, There's a trout on your wiener, Jared. Well, I was just reminded. So, you know, this weekend when my when my nephew ate his trout that he got. Yeah. You know, I filleted it for him. So, and it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a ton of meat. It's two, two small fillets. Yeah, yeah. So he wanted something else. And we were, you know, we were cooking supper. And we had hamburgers and hot dogs that we planned. And uh, he just insisted on, he wanted to eat his fish. So. So he had trout and a hot dog. Well, that and that's a great <laughs> that is such a great learning experience for him because it's the manufactured world providing for him, but it's he's also seeing nature provide for him and that life and the life giving him more life. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. There's a lot of he's able to deal. He's able to do something that most of us are a lot of city dwelling folks never get the chance to do, and that's tap into your original self yeah and he loves all that stuff i mean we 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 fish and hunt and all that and he yeah. loves to do all that stuff you know squirrel hunt rabbit yeah. hunt deer hunt whatever that's great so. And so he has the he has that uh learning example and, and he's actually living out um holding an animal and then later cooking helping cook and prepare and then it is a different feeling when you're eating something yeah. that you you looked in the eye an hour ago. Yeah, it's a, a different appreciation. Yeah, for creation and the way the world works, the way you work. Yeah, I, it makes us human. A funny, a funny story with that. I think he was about four, and uh, he was up in West Virginia when we were up there for our our uh, week of deer hunting in November. And uh, I, think, I think he was about four. He came out of the house. And we we had deer hung up in the building. We were we were skinning deer. We were yeah. cleaning deer. And uh, he walks up to the building door. Mamma had tried to kind of keep him in the house, but he wanted to come see us. And so he comes out there. And he walks up to the building door while we're sitting there, you know, skinning deer, cutting on deer, whatever. And we all kind of turn to look at him because we're interested to see what his response is going to be. First time seeing something like that. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't like visibly react. He didn't. He didn't get sick or anything, but he looked at Mamaw and he said, let's go back inside. I don't need to see this. <laughs> he, like, he was like four. 
But anyway, that is that is hot dogs. So you guys doing any grilling out for the fourth? Yes, and guess what I bought hot just dogs? this evening. Uh, we're meeting our friends, the Shays, okay. at a pool and uh, that one of their family members own. And sometimes we get the invite. We're like, yeah. Uh, but they asked us to bring the bread. So we got ham- hamburger buns and the strange, evidently the weird hot dog bun uh-huh. that most countries don't have. Yep. So, yeah. All right. You got anything else on this? Uh, this was a lot of fun. I love the food ones, especially. I just love the food ones. Yeah, I thought this one, I know we, we talked at length about all the different kinds of, of hot dogs. Yeah. But uh, I thought this was a fun one and fitting for for Independence Day because you get a lot of people grilling out. Yeah, isn't so. it weird, though, that that's, it's just, if you think about it, it's weird what you end up associating with things. Yeah. Yeah. I really think. I really think maybe that came around post World War Two. Yeah, you know, you yeah. get you get the suburbs and you get grilling out, and that's yeah. So, and hot dogs and hamburgers are both relatively easy. I mean, you don't have to know much about grilling to cook both of them. You ever watched The Wonder Years? I did not. Um, man. Oh well, when Joe Cocker is doing the intro, you know he's singing. It shows his dad. Um, and Fred Savage is in the, is it, they're showing like family, old family film as the intro. Yeah. And you, there's two different shots of his dad flipping hamburgers and hot dogs. Yeah. yeah. So it is definitely America. Yep. All the way back to Fred Savage in the, <laughs> in the early 90s. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll see you folks next week. Hope you have a uh, wonderful, I'd say I hope you have a wonderful Independence Day, but by the time you listen to this, it will have come and gone. gone. So I hope you had a wonderful Independence Day. That's right. And rate, like, and subscribe. See you next week.